0: Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Hey guys, um, can I just say I'm so excited to be speaking to you tonight. My name's Laura, if I haven't met you before, and how perfect did that day look on the video, yeah? yeah. just Just a little bit, just a little bit. Does anyone remember what series we're in the middle of at the moment? I'm sorry, I don't, think, I don't think I could hear that. Let's go again. So Absolutely. We're in the middle of our hashtag not so perfect series and I'm here to tell you about how to have the perfect life. Right, yeah? The life on the video looked pretty perfect, hey? However, the first thing I want you to do is close your eyes, everybody. Everybody, close your eyes. Now, I want you to think about a time when you've done something that's a little less than perfect, something that wasn't so nice to someone else. Think about it really hard, get that in your minds and open your eyes. So here's a picture of me and that's my little sister Hannah and that was right before I smacked her with a pillow really, really hard. And if you guys don't think that's bad, one of the other not so perfect things I did to my sister was I told her, I would have been about five, but I told her that she had a twin in the mirror. And that if she ran hard enough into the mirror, she would cross over into Mirrorland. She wound up unconscious, and <laughs> I wound up in a lot of trouble. So that was definitely something less than perfect that I've done. But shh, I'm sure we've all done things in our lives that were less than perfect. So what I want to do tonight is share a story from the Bible. The Bible is a book which some of you may know and others of you may be like, what's a Bible? Let me break it down for you. The Bible is a collection of books inspired by God and it's been around for thousands of years. And before you start thinking, this is 2017 Laura, how is this relevant to me? I need you guys just to trust me. Seriously. So here we go. The Bible has a fantastic story that Jesus tells about the prodigal son. Now he was far from perfect. The Bible tells us that this son was set to inherit a massive fortune. He came from a good family, he had a pretty good life and things were pretty sweet. One day, this son goes up to his dad and he says, hey dad, I know that when you die, I get everything. And the dad was like, well, sure. When I die, you get a large inheritance. And the son was like, um, so I can't really wait that long. So if we could just, you know, pretend you're already dead, that'd be great. And you can imagine the dad, his own son wants to pretend that he's dead just so he can have his inheritance early. But the dad loves his son. So he says, well, son, if that's what you really want. And the son is like, so wait later, dad. And he takes off. Here's the thing. Well, the son, with all that money, he goes a little cray. He starts spending his money on anything he can think of. And we're not just talking fancy clothes, houses, parties, and camels that go faster than all the other camels. (laughs) Thank you for the laugh. We're also talking about some pretty awful stuff, like gambling and prostitutes and other not-so-great stuff. In today's world, you might be spending money on things like Sports cars, huge houses, as many chicken nuggets as you can eat. Turns out my limit's 24, in case anyone's wondering. Hard limit. All right. But also some pretty dodgy stuff too, such as drugs, sex, huge amounts of alcohol. So the son thinks that he has it all. The party lifestyle, he is living it up. His friends adore him because he bought them all things, like camels or chicken nuggets stay with me guys. <laughs> so then it happens. His money runs out and all of a sudden, so do his friends. He goes from being the most popular guy around to someone that no one wants to know. He has nothing and so he starts to get hungry but he can't afford to eat. So he begs a farmer to hire him to feed pigs and after a while, Even the food that the pigs were eating started to look good. He knew that the servants that worked for his father had more to eat than he did. So he decides to pack up his few things and go home. He plans to go home to his father and say, Dad, I screwed up. I don't deserve to be called your son. Please hire me as one of your servants. So he starts his long trek home. And when he is almost back home, the father sees the son in the distance coming towards the house. The father drops what he is doing, runs towards the son, tears in his eyes. The son looks at his dad and says, Dad, I screwed up. I don't deserve to be your son. And the father looks at the son with love in his eyes and orders the servants to bring the best food the best clothes and to have a huge party his son has returned this son who lived a far from perfect life was being celebrated now this this is grace grace is undeserved favor the son did not deserve a party but the father threw one anyway The son believed that he didn't deserve to be part of the family anymore. But the father hugged him and welcomed him back. It's pretty incredible. So if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to share a bit of my story and why I relate to the story of the prodigal son. I started coming to Gateway in 1992, well before pretty much everyone in this room, including most of the leaders, were born. So... (laughs) I went to God's Own. I went to Flinders College. Woo! Tyab. Represent. And I loved being part of youth. However, when I left high school, things started to change. Like the prodigal son, I thought that I had learned all I could from church and the people here. So I packed up my things and I yelled, see you later. And I left. At first, life was wonderful. I got a good job, I was doing a lot of theatre. I even moved out of home for a while. And then things started to change. A lot of my friends were doing drugs. On weekends, we'd drink so much, we couldn't remember what had happened the night before. And the wonderful boy I had been dating became emotionally abusive, constantly making me feel worthless. I started to realise that the life that I had built for myself, it wasn't where I wanted to be. And it wasn't who I wanted to be. And then I started thinking back. Back to Friday Night Lives. Back to the person I used to be. In a place where I was loved and accepted for who I was. And I honestly thought, I can't go back now. Look at my life. Look at what I've done. But one day, much like the prodigal son, I picked myself up and returned to church. This was four years after I had left. It had been ages. I felt like I honestly didn't deserve the love and community that i had walked away from. And when I returned, my less than perfect self was greeted with hugs from Andrina and Tree, wherever she is, and many others. The grace I was shown was overwhelming. Here I was, Feeling like I didn't deserve to be here. And this community showered me with love and grace. But more importantly than that, when I returned, I realised that none of us are perfect. Not even singe. It's a secret for you. (laughs) Just like the less than perfect things we've done that we thought about earlier, we've all done things that are less than perfect and we all have less than perfect lives. Except for Jesus. He was perfect. He was the Son of God. And if you don't know Jesus here tonight, can I strongly suggest that you ask one of your wonderful leaders about him. And the grace that Jesus offers each and every one of us is incredible. He takes all of our imperfections all of the awful stuff we have said or done and he loves us. He forgives us for all those crappy things we've done and he loves us anyway. And I want to tell you here tonight that we are all going to struggle and none of our lives are going to be perfect. We are going to screw things up and sometimes life is just going to suck. It happens and it's okay I can stand here before you today and say that life with Jesus is so much better than life without Jesus. And right now, if you've never done life with Jesus yet, I'd like to give you an opportunity to make that decision. And you might be asking yourself, what does this look like It means choosing Jesus to be number one in your life, not just tonight, but every day. It means knowing that none of us are perfect, but Jesus is perfect. If this speaks to you tonight, if this hits you right here and you feel it right here, while every eye in this room is closed, close your eyes, if you can feel it right here, if you know this is you tonight, I want you to raise your hand. If you don't know Jesus and you want to, and we know that life isn't going to be perfect, but if you want to take that chance and step out and say, Yes, I want to live my life for Jesus, I want you to raise your hand. Thank you. I can feel it tonight, guys. The Spirit is moving here. Keep those hands high. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. If you don't know Jesus, this is your opportunity. We haven't done this in a while. Be brave. Put your hand up. If you want to know him, life is going to suck sometimes, but it is much better with Jesus than it is without. If that's you tonight, don't look at your friends. Raise your hand. Thank you. All right, you can pop your hands down. Right now, I'm going to speak to another group of people. Perhaps listening to the story of the prodigal son, or my story tonight is speaking to you. You know you've done some crappy stuff. You know your relationship with Jesus isn't what you want it to be. I'm here to tell you that tonight, like the father in the story, Jesus is waiting for you with open arms to welcome you back. He welcomed me back. And I promise no matter what you've done, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter what that nasty voice inside your head is saying, He is calling you right now. If this is you tonight, I want you to really think about it. He is calling each and every one of us home, regardless of the crappy stuff we've done. He's waiting with open arms to welcome you. And if this is you tonight, I am calling you To be brave. It's time to take the step back towards the Father, like the prodigal son did in the story. It is time to take a stand. I'm going to ask you to be brave and stand. If you want to step back towards God, He is waiting there with open arms. Be brave. I'm asking you to show that you're taking a stand and stand up. If this is speaking to you right now and you can feel it in your spirit, your relationship with Jesus, it's not what it was and you want it back. I know what that's like. If that's you, I want you to stand up. Stand up if this is you. If you want to start taking those steps back towards God, back towards the Father, He is waiting for you. He is calling your name. He's saying, come home. I love you. I miss you. It doesn't matter what you've done, what you think of yourself, what other people say about you. None of us are perfect So if you want to be brave and take that stand tonight, stand up, stand up for your relationship with Jesus. Take that step back towards the Father. He's there and He's waiting. I'm going to give it a few more moments because I feel like there are people in this room that need to stand up and they haven't stood up yet. If this is you, you know I'm talking about you. He's waiting. Thank you, Jesus. this is you, you need to stand, be brave, take that step back towards the father, he's calling your name. All right, we're going to pray now. I would like you to bow your eyes and close your hand. <laughs> bow your heads and close your eyes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for humor. We're going to pray right now. And if while we're praying, you're regretting the fact that you didn't stand up, it's not too late. It's not too late to take that stand. All right, we're going to pray. So if everyone can pray with me, I'm going to pray and then you guys can repeat. And that includes everyone, whether you're sitting down, standing up. We're all in this together and I'm not deliberately quoting High School Musical. (laughs) Hey God. I'm so sorry for the mistakes I've made. I want to live my life with you. I know I am not perfect. But you are. I'm inviting you to be number one in my life. Right now. Amen. Guys, we are so excited. Can we have a massive round of applause? He is waiting with open arms for you. We're so excited. We want to chat with you and support you. If you've made some kind of decision tonight, please talk to your leaders. They want to support you through this. If everyone could stand, we're going to go into a time of worship now. Thank you guys. I love you. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.